Mister, you gotta wear a helmet. Don't worry about it. Shit on, man. Oh, good, I love it. I assume. Oh, god, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. Oh, my god, son, what the hell are you doing? 364 more days till next year's hockey trials. I gotta toughen up. Yeah! Oh, god, I felt good. Yeah! Brotherly Love Sports Podcast, episode 36. The Kindler Brothers were at the Stanley Cup tonight, and they are pumped up. Probably driving home right now, if I had to guess. And I just received a recording from Joe and Eggy, and, you know, I was going to go to bed, but their excitement pumped me up. So, without further ado... Joe and Eggy Kindler, instant reactions from the Stanley Cup tonight in which the Capitals took down the Golden Knights 6-2 to in Game 4 and now lead the series 3-1. to Here's Joe and Eggy. Enjoy. Game 4 of the 2018 Stanley Cup Finals is in the books and the Bro Love Sports Podcast was on the ground, in the stands, and on our feet cheering on the red, white, and blue to victory as the Washington Capitals dismantled the Vegas Golden Knights 6-2. I'm Eric Kindler, otherwise known as Eggy. I'm here with my brother Joe, who's pretty much making it home here on the Bro Love Sports Podcast as the Capitals continue to go through the Stanley Cup playoffs. And uh, we're on our way home back to Philadelphia. We're two happy campers. Our last trip to, to Washington was not very good. It was uh, the previous series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That, of course, went seven games. And now the Capitals, after having been in the Stanley Cup only once before, 20 years, and after having been in the NHL for almost 45, are now one game away from winning Lord Stanley's vaunted cup. Joe, how are we feeling right now after this great win from the Washington Capitals? Hey, I'm feeling good, man. I... Glad to be back again with you guys. I think my third or fourth appearance. I'm loving it, uh, especially after a win. I think Eggy asked me to do the, you know, he asked me to do the post game commentary, and I think I said, if they win, I'll do some post game commentary. I wouldn't be in the mood if they lost. So, I uh, glad to be chatting with you here after the game, of course. Well, I'm happy to be talking with you. Our trip last time was hard as hell. It was like all the air got taken out of the building. Then we had to drive home. It was raining. It was just. The lightning really rained on our parade, but not tonight, man. 
because the chips were in our favor. If I think of any other sports-related puns, I'm going to throw them out whenever I can here in this discussion because they're great. Um, so to, to get the party started here today with the Washington Capitals, the Caps scored three goals in the first period starting with TJ Oshie. They actually scored all three goals within 10 minutes um, of each other a little bit after that 10-minute, that halfway mark in the first period. Joe, talk about TJ Oshie tonight. He was not only flying all over the place on the rink, he was scoring, but he also had quite an impact in other forms of the game. What did you see from him tonight? Yeah, it was pretty unbelievable, actually. He played as complete a game as I think I've ever seen Oshie play. You know, he's not a soft player. He, he plays a bit heavy at times, you know, meaning he's going to, you know, lay some hits. Uh, he'll forecheck. He'll, he'll, he's not going to shy away from contact. Honestly, guys, at some points, I thought Ovi, number eight, was wearing number 77, which is Oshie's number, because he was looking like Ovi out there, throwing hits, playing with the puck, shooting the thing. It was just, it was unbelievable to watch. It was really great. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm pumped for him. Like, it was just, a, it was an amazing game. I think like that might have been goal number five. Was that the one? Yeah, goal five, where if, if you have the chance to check out the highlight, Oshin makes a great play on the puck, and the defender comes and tries to make a play uh, on a back check, but Oshie passes the puck off, he stops up, and just absolutely obliterates this guy, and uh, I, th- I forget who it was that even takes the puck and scores, but he made an unbelievable play there, and he delivered a, a pretty bone-drawing hit, too, so not only did we get the goal, but he sent a message, too, the physicality kept up toward the end of the game, it was just... It was awesome to watch. This team is just, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to speak, you know, as if they're, you know, they're there yet. There's obviously one more big one to go, but man, they're looking good. They're looking good. Yeah, man. Talk about physicality. I mean, the, the Caps, they, they really brought that in so many different ways and forms today. Um, they've just shown toughness. Like, like when I think of Devontae smith Pelly who scored the third goal for the Capitals at the end of the first period, right? About 20 seconds left in the period. You know, time's running down. That guy does really, really little things exceptionally well. And I think, you know, you saw that in, like, game six of the of the previous series where he scored that goal, and it was just, like, pure joy because I think it was really cool to be able to see a guy like that um, who plays as hard as he does and makes as timely as plays as he does to be able to put the ball, the puck in the back of the net. He was able to do that in the third period. Now, moving on to the second period, the Capitals again uh, scored in the latter part of the period. They they went up four nothing, and and really, I mean, the stadium was buzzing. Joe, we we had some some star cameo appearances tonight. Bradley Beal was hanging out, even though he kind of sucks. I mean, the Wizards are terrible. <laughs> I mean, fuck him, whatever. And then you know he almost ran out, ran us over when we were leaving the arena. So you know what was he driving? He had a, uh, I think he had a, uh, what is that, a Maserati? I think he had going. It was, a, or was? excuse me, a Rolls Royce. It was a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Yeah, going on. Okay. It was, a, it was a sick looking car. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Credit to him for having a sick looking car. I mean, uh, Max Scherzer and Ryan Zimmerman sure. were uh, honorary friends of the game, <laughs> wearing Capitals like yeah. <laughs> helmets yep. and uh, and sticks, but had an SVP sighting as well on the uh, Sweet Level Concourse. I was uh, going to the bathroom, and I'm standing here with my brothers and Scott Van Pelt of ESPN fame walking into the bathroom, and then uh, we pretty much just kind of stalked him, and then my brothers awkwardly asked him for a photograph. So, Joe, what was your initial reaction of SVP? 
I did. So I was a uh, I was a huge fan of the Scott Van Pelton Scott Van Pelton Ryan Rosillo show back in the day, and they would talk about instances exactly like what uh, more or less what occurred this evening. So Scott and Ryan would often discuss. You know, they're out and about doing their thing throughout the day. Fans see them. You know, Scott's got a pretty recognizable look. Uh, fans will go up and ask him for a picture. You know, sir, I hate to do it, but would you mind if I get a picture? And his response is always, well, if you hate to do it, you wouldn't have done it. And uh, Great response. <laughs> sure enough, sure enough, that was the response that I got. But he was quick to kind of quick back on the draw and just like, you know, I mean, I'm just messing around with you. Love seeing the Cavs fans, and uh, he was a gracious, uh, you know, sport with getting us a picture. Unfortunately, we didn't have uh, my dad there with us, so Eggie was the picture taker, and that was a regret that I think would have been a good. We should have gotten one here for the podcast. That was a mistake. Yeah, that's all right, man. I'm not really like big into photos like that. I was, it was like, it was, sure. it was awkward for sure. me. It would have, you would have been a nice help for me because uh, I think Scott Van Pelt's about what is he six six or six seven? He's pretty tall. He's, he's got a long ass. neck. He's got a tiny, <laughs> he's got a tiny, tiny head, long head. neck. Well, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. But it's Scott Van Pelt. It's wait, Stephen, running at six six. Nick about six seven. Scott Van Pelt at about six six. And then me at a whopping, uh, I'm going to say five, nine and a half. <laughs> so it kind of looks like there's, uh, you know, three giants and uh, me on my knees. Uh, but he, was, he might have been taller than Nick in that picture, actually. Now he's I'm thinking, I mean, that's pretty tall. He's, he's a tall guy, and I appreciate kinda, it. He was witty. It was kind of like the uh, the Monstars from Space Jam. Wasn't that one little guy, Muzzy Boat guy? That yeah, was kind of me. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of what it looked like. No, he was he was great. He was witty. I appreciate. It. He actually seemed pretty genuinely interested in introducing himself, he was a which kind of surprised me because because you know if I'm in a situation, he was he was on his way through, and we, and we kind of grabbed him, and um, you know he was cool. We said Nick played at West Virginia, and he made some funny beer drinking quip. <laughs> what did he say? Go Mountaineers now, drink some beers or something. Yeah, yeah we got like uh, bottles of water in our hand, and he wasn't. Uh, too yeah, he was giving us a hard time because you know we had we had water, so we got a long drive back to Philly here. Hey, I mean, uh, yeah, so so we appreciate, you know, of course, SVP saying what's up. And he is a longtime listener, so, Scott, thanks for uh, thanks for the picture. We, we get a lot of ESPN. <laughs> I mean, we get a lot of, you know, SVP, Lenardi. It just, uh, the worldwide leader is is really centralized here in Philadelphia with the Brolo Sports yeah, Podcast. Yep. So, and if you checked on out the Instagram today, I don't know how to do Instagram. All right, I had it for like a quick minute, maybe like three years ago. And my God, it has changed so much. Kind of reminds me of Snapchat right now. Oh, is yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Snapchat, yeah. That. I think that kind of turned the world upside down. <laughs> so I was like sitting there at the beginning of the game. If you check out um, at bro underscore love underscore cast, no more underscores, just bro love cast. Um, you will see a pretty cool post, pretty sick post that I said. All right, Joe. And the phrase that I said was. At bro, love cast may bleed green and white, but tonight we rock the red. Ooh, like, you that. like that, and then the video was of the Capitals' pretty sick, like entrance, and you know it was red. It was a red light, so that's why I said rock the red. Isn't that a good? That's a pretty good Instagram press, right? I think you did good. I think it was good. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet, but based on what you're saying, <laughs> I take my word for it. Hey, I tell you what. You can take a good look at a butcher's ass by sticking your head up there, but wouldn't you rather take his word for it?
Your phone did die. It died, yeah. So Ian Ian and Chris are probably going to be disappointed in me right now because they're probably like, oh, he did one Instagram post. Good, good. Out of a three and a half hour experience, he did one. And yes, guys, my phone died. That's why I'm not a photojournalist. Um, that's why I'm not a social media star and I will no longer try to be one. Um, however, we did get that one. We did get that one. Now, the game started. We talked about first and second periods. A little bit of iffy stuff going on in the third period, Joe. The Caps were up 4 um, You know, We had some quiet going into that period, and then uh, the Vegas Knights score. They strike. I was surprised they didn't get their goal earlier. They had outshot the Caps um, by nearly 10 at a point in the third period, and so I was really you know, kind of expecting the first goal, and then came the second one. Right, and so some people, you know, we we mentioned, uh, you know, all the time about you know the Caps maybe getting a little shaky, dare I say, blowing stuff. I'm sure all the thoughts ran in our minds, and the Knights had the puck in the Capital Zone, four two, getting shots on net. So, Joe, what were your thoughts at that time? How are you feeling about that, man? Yeah, a little bit nervous. I think you know, Eggie and I were sitting together at the game. I got a little nervous, uh, you know, but. I don't know. This team has been different. They've had a ton of, um, you know, sort of resolve when they're up against kind of the ropes like that. Uh, so, I mean, you kind of figured Vegas was going to make a run. I said it kind of from the beginning. I was surprised that they didn't strike earlier. If you look at kind of the replays, Vegas carried the play the first 10 minutes. The Caps are fortunate to go into the 10th minute there in the first period, tied 0-0. And the fact that they rattled off four straight is just pretty unbelievable. I think Vegas probably hit three or four posts. So I try not to get too jazzed up about that the win because, again, Vegas caught some bad bounces. And that game would have been very, very different if uh, Vegas hits on one of their shots in the first 10 minutes. So, um, you know, the Caps took some bad penalties and all that stuff that happens. Uh, and that's sort of how ball sort of got rolling for them to to sort of get back into the game actually so you know you got to be careful with that don't give the refs the opportunity to make the calls and exactly so it's four to two but the caps they responded with a great goal great goal to put them up five two and and really it came to a point where the knights were looking for something anything that they could get um, just to get under the skin of the Capitals. And so we had a few skirmishes out on the ice, and which eventually led to a five-on-three and a Brett Connolly goal with a couple minutes left in the game. That gave us a 6-2 uh, final, which we will have here for tonight. So um, that was the final here in Washington. Joe, I was you know, in the bathroom when we were leaving. John Walton was over, over the loudspeaker. He said there was going to be a party tonight in Chinatown because, like we said, the Washington Capitals are just a single game away from hoisting, ho- ho- hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup over their collective heads, and I don't know. I I I, I was thinking about saying it. I'm going to just because it's like it's crazy yet here. I heard some straight blasphemy, Joe, when I was leaving the arena today. Blasphemy, leaving the the row actually. That is blasphemous. Joe and I sat next to like two different people. We were near the end of the row. And, you know, of course, when we score, you get the, like, obligatory high fives all around, right? Mm-hmm. And we were leaving, guy next to me, I give him a handshake. Did he say, see at the parade on he Thursday? Did. <laughs> like that? He did. Jesus, he man. did. I'm leaving. He goes, all right, man, see you at the parade next later this week. Like, I was oh, like, God. hey, I was like, holy shit, man. 
they could do that. And then I was like, holy shit, man, don't say that. Why would you say that? I was like, so so what is he, Joe? Is he overconfident? Is he overconfident? Because I liked it. I liked it. But what do you think, man? Is is a little uh, a little too much? So I'll tell you, I'm absolutely terrified that the you know the Stanley Cup was in the building tonight, more or less for uh, it for was. Show, it looked great. for show purposes. It looked but, so good. You know, there's always the big there's the big moment in this in the NHL where a team is up three games to you know to X. Uh, you know, the cup is in the building, and. I, you know, when I kind of came, you come to the realization at the end of that game, the cup's going to be in the building, and really it's got sort of a uh, reserve for Washington sign on it. You know, it's, uh, at this point, the Caps are primed up to get it, so I'm terrified of that. Um, other people, maybe they have a little, you know, they're a little cockier about it. I've, I've been a Caps fan my entire life. I know exactly what the history is, so try to keep as level head as possible, but I heard that guy's comment there, and I was like, what the hell was that? But hey, to each of their own. He's the, feeling good. The cup was in the house, man. They must have done like a fresh spit shine on that baby because Joe and I were across the way from the TSN and NBC Network uh, productions. And man, that baby was like gleaming throughout the arena. It looked it was, great. It was pretty unbelievable. It looked great, man. It looked great. Dust off those uh, white covered gloves, right? And. Yep. Uh, you know, they get those guys carrying that baby next to Vegas, and maybe they'll be doing it. So, so we go to Vegas on Thursday. Joe, how are you feeling about Game Five? I mean, I think this is a really interesting situation. The Capitals are—I don't know—you can be in a precarious spot, especially for a game like tonight. They're up two-one. If they were going to lose a game, like any kind of seven-game series, even if it's a home team, this Game Four up two-one is so pivotal. And it's such a trap game, and it really kind of tells the tale of a best of three that could be two to two going forward, or what could be a lopsided affair in a, in a series. And and right now it looks like the latter, but geez, with how dangerous Las Vegas is, and for how good their goaltending really is, well, Flurry, I know he gave up, you know, gave up six tonight. I was kind of thinking of. Uh, you know, you know, Jimmy, you gave up ten goals. Right now, it's everybody's. Yep, you go. know, a little Herb Brooks comment to to his wonderful goalie. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think Flurry's going to be ready to go. Um, how are we feeling about about Thursday, Joe? Do we want them, you know, to maybe slip up so we can bring the cup back and try to end it on Game Six? What What are your thoughts? So I got to see some buddies this weekend for uh, to celebrate one of my best friends' uh, upcoming weddings here. So. I had a friend ask that same exact question, and um, because we do, we I have a ticket for Game Six, and I would want nothing more in the world to be sitting in, you know, Capital One Arena and watch Ovi lift that cup over his head. I would, that would be just, uh, that'd be unbelievable to me. Um, but no, you don't let these things linger. You know, if there's an opportunity to win that thing. Um, my fingers are crossed that they're going to win this thing on in uh, in Game Five. But you hit, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. We were just talking about it before we started rolling here. Um, this was such a trap game. It, it has the potential to be such a trap game. And the fact that they came out and rolled like they did, it's really, really impressive. Um, so I feel good about game five. I think, you know, got to keep a level head about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, they go up. Hopefully they play well. That's all you can ask for is a good game. And, uh, you know, if they come back for game six, they come back for game six. But, you know, we're hopeful that they win it in game five. So... I'm a little terrified of that though. Watching Ovi out there and uh, 
you know, Kuznetsov, Oshi celebrating the Stanley Cup in Las Vegas of all cities. You know, that after party, uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at that one. <laughs> Get some fucking Russians Jesus. in Vegas with some vodka or I don't know. I, it might whatever be it is. Gosh. <laughs> nah, that's, out of prison the next day. If, if, if only we will see that. We will see that. So, Joe and I, we, we don't have much else for you guys. We, we had a great game tonight. That, that we went and witnessed and we're so happy to have been able to see it to, to see it the last time I was on the air at Washington I was knocking on wood saying that they hadn't lost since I had gone and I freaking jinxed myself and everybody around me so I, I kept my mouth shut here and it's better to to talk about a win afterward than maybe speculate about one beforehand so I'm really happy that the Caps got the win Joe any other final comments before we pack it in and wait for game five out in Vegas well, there is one comment, and this isn't even – so I was sort of – you know, we're sitting at the game today and kind of thinking back here, and I didn't even quite realize who I was sitting next to the entire game. Some of you, some of the listeners may be aware of this. Eric's – one of Eggie's original nicknames was actually Stanley um, after the Stanley Cup. Uh, long story, but Eric has two main nicknames. It's Eggie and Stanley. I was sitting next to Stanley uh, in game four of the, for the Stanley Cup final. Stanley was in the building, both the Cup and the Eggie. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, that me and Stanley will be able to watch uh, watch the Caps win it, win Stanley on Game Five here. But yeah, we'll see. Fun night. <laughs> and Stanley, hope so as well. All right, so that's me speaking in the third person, and uh, you guys have a great night. German Ward clicks for the first power play tally. Bang bang there, score! Puck luck for Troy Brower. All right, thank you, Joe and Eggie, for the immediate reflection and the immediate response for the cast i'm excited you guys got to be there uh our flyers fans probably hate us right now but you know what we gotta let you guys have your moment the caps have never won a stanley cup so best of luck to all the caps fans out there i know mike dimenick is going to be loving every minute of this i know eggy and his family as well so thanks again guys and have a great night thanks for listening Love is blind